2: Alright, hey everybody, I want to welcome you to tonight's show. This is Jasmine Murray, and the song is Fearless. And uh, tonight, we're going to talk about a fearless woman. Yeah, we are. So do me a favor, share this out, okay?
3: Am good Do
2: Yeah, I was.
4: i am
2: going to lift it up.
4: There we go. Here's
2: your pen.
5: <laughs> All
4: right.
2: Alright people,
4: these mountains, these giants, they
2: fall out a single word.
4: In your name, in in
2: your strength, strength. I'm more than a conqueror. Hey Natasha,
4: hello
2: everybody else watching. All right, hey. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, people. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop this over here. I'm going to welcome you to the show. I want to thank you for um, joining us tonight. If uh, if you're new to the show, tonight is a special show. We're going to have a phone number where you can call in. I-, I can take this out of my ears for now.
1: Until um, we get a call. Huh? And I said until we get a call. right. I know
2: to... I'm fully all right. aware
1: all right yeah
2: anyway so so if you don't know who we are I'm Stacy Harp, the host and my husband is the co-host
1: guess what <laughs>
2: and I am the producer looks like we're okay we're already getting a call so we may as well just take it because they're eager okay wait hold on a minute okay let's see all right hello hello. Hi, Paul. <laughs> okay, can you hold on just one second? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do tonight is we wanted to talk about the, the, the death of Ruth Bader Gin, Ginsburg. And also what we think or what you guys think the implication of her death is going to be on the Supreme Court um, so that, you know, we can just talk about this. You know, one thing I wanted to share Um, that I, I think is interesting and then Paul, I'll get to you just, just, I won't be long, I promise. Um, so last night when I heard the news, it was actually after our show got over. I didn't hear about it until our show ended. Um, and I immediately went to Twitter and started following what was going on there. And what I noticed was that one of my friends, Matt Barber, started getting slammed by all the people who loved Ruth Bader Ginsburg just started getting attacked. Most of these people were in the gay community and flaming liberals. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but that's frankly what they are. And all Matt said was that she, that he had hoped that Ruth came to a place of repentance and faith in Christ before she died. Everybody knows that she was Jewish and she had been witnessed to um, by so many different people, in, including Antonin Scalia. And, um, you know, a lot of people were praying for her because she had cancer, really bad pancreatic cancer, which, you know, my stepdad died of 20, 30 something years ago. It's over 30 years ago, probably closer to 40 years ago. Um, but anyway, um, and so I posted on my Facebook a little rant, I guess you could call it a rant, about how is it, you know, people get upset when Christians make a comment of concern based on their faith and what they believe. Even Penn Gillette, an avowed atheist, has said if, Christ- if he was a Christian, he really believed that what we believe, that if you don't receive Jesus, you'll go to hell, he would be telling everybody about it. And he actually called out the church for not doing that um, because, um, because there doesn't seem to be some type of urgency o- over it. And, and fortunately... To, to my friend's credit, who are on the left in my Facebook group, nobody attacked me. I was actually kind of surprised. They probably snoozed me, though. <laughs> oh, no, not her again. We're going to snooze her uh, and all that. But anyway, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get your guys' opinion. I spent about two hours this morning listening to C-SPAN, listening to probably at least 100 people call in and give their, their uh, opinion about what's happening now that we have this um, you know this opening in the Supreme Court um, and the opportunity to put in a conservative, who, which would then make the court conservative, and then would, would give us the power to overturn Roe v. Wade, um, which personally I think would be an awesome thing. All right, so my friend Paul is here. You've been waiting, Paul. Um, first I time, first time I've talked to you. By, by the way. So.
1: I don't see him here anymore. Are
2: you still there, Paul? Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. that's my thought. Okay, right. so so okay, Paul. So where are you calling from, and what are your thoughts? Just would love to hear it. Nice to talk to you, by the way.
3: Yeah, you too. I live in Greeley, Colorado, which is
5: northern Colorado,
3: and yeah, my thoughts are it's uh, it's time, and I pray that President Trump will. Well, you know, he's been given a a steady strong slate of of choices for the supreme court and this one is um is the most important of all of them that he's had so far i would say so i i uh, think all of us um, just need to join together and pray that it'll be the lord's pick yes that's it
2: so i know that you're ardently pro life like i am do you think that Trump will be able to do that, put somebody in. Do you think he should wait? Okay, because one of the things going around is that Ruth on her deathbed supposedly said, and I don't know if it's true or not, but supposedly said that, you know, she wants the new president to do it.
3: No, I don't want the new president to do it. Uh, now is the time. And I think it's fully appropriate. Um, not a... Uh... Not a lame duck president or any of that. So, I think it's perfectly his responsibility to to do this and as soon as possible. And like he said, with the election coming on, it's going to be a lot of contesting. You know, there's no doubt that if it was the the invert side of this, they would be screaming up and down that they we need to have that that ninth seat on the Supreme Court filled as soon as possible. So. It's just uh, all part of the lie. So he needs to continue with what he's doing. Those and try to get it get it confirmed. And, and again, um, I think it's time for us to trust the Lord with with um, making this happen.
2: I agree. Well, and not only that, I was doing some research earlier, and just so you guys, if you don't know, um, according to supremecourt.gov, which is the government website for the Supreme Court. This is what it says here. It says the president nominates someone for a vacancy on the court and the Senate votes to confirm the nominee, which requires a simple majority. Um, And so right now, if you're not aware and and just, you know, some of you might not be, just so you know, um, we the Republican Party has the majority in the Senate and the Democrat Party has the majority in the House and that's headed up by Nancy Pelosi. Mitch McConnell is the head of the majority in the Senate. So we could conceivably actually do this, uh, Paul, if if the Republicans who are not rhinos actually vote the way they should. <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah, and that's um, that's that's part of our what we need to pray about.
2: Yeah yeah well i uh you know i i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen i think that there's a revival going on in our land and i i don't think that this is an accident this happened now you know i don't i god has appointed unto man once to die then after that the judgment um and uh and all that do you have any thoughts on ginsburg
3: me paul uh, no, I'm just sitting here thinking. Uh, you know, I've been uh, a contact person for Northern Colorado for uh, a initiative here to ban late-term abortions, which would be after 22 weeks, uh, the age of viability. And it has been an amazing, beautiful thing to see. And you know, I was I was helping my plumber buddy the other day, and uh, we did the work for a client. and And I asked her if she'd be she'd be open to having a yard sign that uh, this this thing to vote yes on prop 115 to to end late-term abortions and and she said well she's open to flyers but not that one uh yard signs and um and she kind of didn't want to get into it so she just said well um i don't want to you know appear to be judgmental so um and if, i didn't think of it at the time but i may go back to her and say you know if this this whole initiative was built on love and compassion for all the the hurting moms and of course the the murdered babies and it's just been a beautiful and the sponsor of this initiative is is uh, originally from Peru and so she's fully bilingual and she's built an amazing strong coalition of of Latinos and and of, um the rest of us in the state and it's it's absolutely fabulous, and we're really seeing the Lord's hand move, and, um, you know, this this abortion issue is is paramount to every other issue. It comes before every other issue because if no person, whether in the Congress or the Supreme Court, can say they, they care about people, they care about us, if they don't care about the least among us right over.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, you know what? I mean, it, isn't it interesting Paul that that what they said is, you know, they didn't want to look judgmental. You know, and I'm like I I don't even know how to respond to that. It's like, well, that is judgmental. They're making a ju- they're making a judgment either way. Um, you know, if I say abortion is murder, to somebody who advocates for abortion, they're saying, "Well, you're you're being judgmental." If I say homosexual marriage is not marriage, well, you're being judgmental. But okay, so is that calling God judgmental? Because God opposes both, you know.
4: <laughs> it's just, it's like, it...
3: Right, and and you know that's just one of the arguments is we are we are to judge, but we're to judge rightly, and you know judge a tree by its fruit that's that's something that we're supposed to do and it's very clear that this most of what's happening is is against uh, God's standard and we just have to speak the truth but, but do it in love and uh, it's amazing to see the the number of stories that we've got from uh, Colorado here that you know pro pro choice people signing the petition as they just saw that it is so reasonable hmm. and oh, you cool. know we're also working with the the democrats for life um, they have a great flyer out and it's just a huge coalition that's amazing and i i just have a kind of a sense that that this is the time and and you know colorado was the first state the, and a lot of people don't know this still and i didn't know it until i started working with this initiative a year ago that colorado was the first state in the nation to legalize abortion, of some six or seven years before Roe v. Wade, and it's one of only seven states that has no restrictions on abortion, and 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 one of of five nations that allow abortion, along with five nations that allow abortion up to the moment of birth. So, Colorado is not in a good position on this, and we're just seeing a, a, huge groundswell here. We have a lot of feet on the ground and we're super excited. And I, I just pray that, um, that this will be, um, a beacon to the, to the nation, to our nation on, um, uh, on this. Issue.
2: Yeah. Cool. Well, I didn't know what you just shared. And I think that that is amazing considering the ministries that reside in Colorado. Um, wow. That's crazy. All right. Well, I know that there's some other people who want to call in, Paul. So thank you for calling in from Colorado and for calling into my show for the first time. I totally appreciate it.
4: Yep. I'll
3: listen in.
2: All right. Cool. Thanks. Okay, everybody. So so that was Paul. So if you want to call into the show, the number is 931-674-1868. I think Randall will be able to put that up on the screen at some point. So it's nine three one six seven four one eight six eight. We can only take one call at a time because we, we don't have a switchboard. Um, we so, missed a couple. I know Tracy called in, um, and I don't know who else tried to call in, but but um, but now the phone line is open, people. <laughs> so if you want to call back in and weigh in on what you think has happened with the uh, the death of Justice Ginsburg and um, and all of that, then then let us uh, then then now is the time to do it you know so we'll wait a couple of seconds here and hopefully get somebody else coming in um just call the number on your screen it's toll free well it's not really toll free toll free now yes if you call now you will get a free no you won't get anything people except the except through you know try calling c-span i think you'll have to be on c-span for like uh you know on hold for like an hour to get through on c-span in fact i was listening to uh c-span radio this morning okay tracy's calling now hold on (laughs) hold on a second uh hello tracy are you there hello
4: tracy
2: hello hi
0: Okay, this turn is Tracy, I'm yeah.
4: here. Are
2: you there? I'm there. Turn down the volume on your thing though so you can hear me on the phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? I can hear you good. So what okay. do you so what do you think? What what, what? Well you know,
4: I want I can I was going to, I was agreeing and
2: wait resonating with what Paul what? was saying. Wait, hold on. Tell everybody where you're calling in from. That way they know where you're at. I know where you're at, but tell everybody where you're calling in from first. What state?
4: Everybody's calling from Conquer, California, Northern California. Okay. Which we need prayers for fires, everybody. This is true. Okay. So what were you thinking? You know, I just think that this is, we have to trust God. Like Paul says, we have to trust God. This is a time to trust God. I believe this is all in God's plan, and this is just another step in his will and in his plan and what he's doing in our world, our government, our lives. Okay. So, that's my opinion. <laughs> all right. Well,
2: what do you think? Do you think President Trump is going to try to push through a nominee now or or you know, what What are your thoughts on that? Or do you think he should hold off given the the last wish of, of Justice Ginsburg, which was that I, he hold off?
4: Well, my thing is, if she didn't know the Lord and she didn't have a relationship with the Lord, then her last wish, I don't think, I'm not sure if it should we go by it, but I think we should go by God's plan and what God's word says. And... um I think Trump i I think Trump is gonna go ahead and do this and get it behind us and move on forward to get to move ahead. All right. Cool.
2: All right, well we will be praying for the California, by the way. I heard there was an earthquake this morning, I think it was in Chino where Yeah, I heard yeah, Jack Hibbs is holding the rally, which I'll talk about that probably some other time. But um but yeah, thanks for weighing in, Tracy. I think we got a couple thanks. more people who want to call in, hopefully. Appreciate your support. Okay. <laughs>
4: thanks. Have a great day.
2: Okay, I will. You too. Thanks. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're going to hang up. All right, so if you want to call in now and weigh in, I would love to hear anybody in our audience who's out there, liberal, conservative, uh, um, what do you call? What's the other one? Independent. Are you, are you
1: monitoring the incoming calls?
2: I can, yeah, I mean, I can see who calls in.
1: Okay, so, all right. So if, if
2: their name is on there, yeah.
1: Okay, because I mean, I can't, once a call is answered, it disappears from me. Okay, I can't...
2: I'm on the board.
1: All right, you're on the board. So
2: if anybody wants the number to call in, it's 931 674 1868. That's my Google Voice number. <laughs> Don't be afraid, call in now. You don't get a prize or anything, but you'll get to tell like all the people listening and the replay viewers what you think.
1: All right, I don't, um, you know, I'm going to put this cord behind me. Get it behind me. Get behind me, cord. Um, you know, I'm
2: going to put the phone number up so people can call in in case Yeah, they miss do that. the number.
1: I can do that. <clears throat> I see I Tommy to and Natasha and Sean out there. Maybe I'll add it to the ticker in a bit.
2: And I know Barb is in uh, YouTube. And actually, Barb, I would love to hear... Your thoughts, actually. I totally would love to hear you, because I, anyway, I love to hear your stuff all the time.
1: <laughs> just my two cents. I'm hoping that we don't have this year... <laughs> Excuse me. I'm hoping that...
2: He missed me, just so you know, people. I'm across going... the room from him, so he didn't get me.
1: I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, this election, this presidential election, won't be a repeat of 2001. Uh, you know... Uh But I can see, you know, with the Florida Supreme Court getting involved and all that hanging chads and all this stuff we saw about 20 years ago, uh, I'm hoping that this election won't be contested. It seems like it's already contested and it hasn't taken place yet. But I can see that if it gets into a situation where there is an intervention that, that, you know, those on the not trump supporters are going to say well he stacked the court in in preparation for this election just to make sure that he would win and so i could see that uh accusation being leveled
2: yeah well i heard go ahead put the phone number on the screen
1: i will okay my love i actually heard here it comes you ready
2: yes i am okay there it is 931-674-1868 you guys call in now yeah you can And with this, you'll get some Ginsu knives as well. Just kidding. Um, That was supposed to be funny. Anyway, Colin, let us know what you think about what happened. Um, You know, what really bothers me is I could tell you for a fact that when somebody Christian dies, just, well, let's talk etiquette, right? So when somebody Christian prominently dies, let's say Dr. um, Well, Dr. Jerry Falwell, when he died. The gay activist community i saw them do this and the liberals they 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 said stuff like ding dong the witch is dead and we don't care we dance on the grave and we hate you and we help we we hope you burn in hell etc blah 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 they do that all the time but when a christian questions the salvation of a known person who did nothing godly according to the law Uh, All of a sudden you are vilified and you're spit on, you're you're called, all sorts of things. And my friend Matt Barber, if you don't believe it, go over to J. Matt Barber. It's J. Matt Barber on Twitter. Go look up his Twitter feed and look at the comments that he received um, as a result of just expressing his need. He wanted people to pray for her family and he had hoped that she repented. And I hope she repented. For her sake, I hope she repented. And you know what's really tragic about this, if she didn't, is that she was Jewish. You know? And, uh, thank you, Tommy. I appreciate that. Um, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was Jewish, and, um, very, very, very blessed with a whole bunch of stuff. She did have some tragedy in her background, um, um, and all that. But, yeah, frankly, we all do. So, You know, she was extremely resilient. But honestly, I mean, my opinion here, I I desire none to perish, right? I don't want anybody to perish. I don't give a crap about if they're a liberal or conservative or um, independent. I don't care. I really don't. I care more about the salvation of a person's soul, where where they're going, because I really believe the word of God when it says certain things. Like one thing the Bible says that nobody ever quotes is God delights in the death. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his godly ones. That's one thing he says. But if you ever study mockers and scoffers like I've been doing in the book of Jude, you know what God does with mockers and scoffers? He laughs at them and he looks forward to their day of destruction. And you know what? That's not popular to say, but frankly, that's God. He's a God of justice. The irony here is that we're talking about a Supreme Court justice um, and her legacy, which frankly, I think is straight from the pit of hell. And, and I know to my liberal girlfriends who who are like, oh, you know, he was so great for women's rights, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I don't, you know, I, I will give you an example too. Amy Grant. Now, as much as I love Amy Grant... Uh, She came out today on her Facebook page. I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna see if I can find it and read it to you, because when I last looked, there was over five thousand comments on it, and many of them completely outraged at Amy Grant for for what she wrote. But she wrote, and I will say, let's see here, let me bring it up. Um, uh, I'm I'm waiting. And and keep in mind, Amy has a huge gay following. Okay, um, and she's. And she's very well respected and loved here in, in the Nashville area and and all that. But I'm gonna I'm waiting for the page to load on my Facebook page. But she wrote the following. Okay, that's what she wrote. She wrote, My daughters are growing up in a different world than I did. Thank you, Ruth. We will keep telling your story because you inspire each of us to use our unique gifts, talents, and voices to speak truth, love justice, and live humbly. Okay? I read that. I didn't I didn't go, oh my gosh, Amy Grant's liberal and she's blah 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 yeah I, I didn't read it that way at all. I think I actually think it's um, I think it's a very tactful comment actually um, that her story is her story. I mean Ruth Gator, Ruth, I'll just call her Ruth. Ruth had an amazing background, you know, and she did a lot, just like Phyllis Schlafly has just like Sandra Day O'Connor has um, you know. Uh, And she loves justice, her version of it. She spoke her truth, right? And all that. But then Team Amy wrote on the Facebook page, from Team Amy, the battles taking place in the comments below are disheartening. Before you argue with each other, please take a moment remember that it's possible to disagree with people without being disagreeable. And right now, as of the time of this recording, 7.28 p.m. Central Time on September 19th, there are 5,300 comments on that post and if you go and you read through (laughs) amy grant's fans a lot of people aren't happy with amy uh, because they're reading what they're reading you know amy didn't say oh she was pro-abortion or anything like that i don't think amy grant is i think she's actually conservative but i think she knows how to play the media game really well having been in it for so many years Um, so i would love to hear though what the rest of you guys think so there's nobody calling, so now is a good time to call. Jump on the phone. Give us a call. 931-674-1868. Um, while you're doing that, um, we have a short video of Justice Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg um, of her actual swearing-in. So I, we're going to play that, and if you decide to call during this, then we'll stop that. But for the time being, we think we, we would like to show her swearing-in which is only like two minutes, so when Bearface has that ready, we'll go ahead and do that.
1: When I have it ready.
2: Okay, he doesn't have it ready yet. Okay. Okay, you're finishing up dinner. Okay, Natasha's gonna call later, but um, let's see here. All right, he's ready. So this was she was appointed in 1993 by Bill Clinton, and we know he is a he is a a picture of virtue and morality. Yes. Yeah.
1: We are.
4: I, Bader Ginsburg, do solemnly swear
5: that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States.
0: That I will support and defend the Constitution
5: of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic.
0: Against all enemies, foreign and domestic.
5: That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same.
0: That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same.
5: That I take this obligation freely.
0: That I take this obligation freely.
5: Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion.
0: Without any mental reservation or
5: purpose of evasion. And that I will well and faithfully discharge
0: and that I will well and faithfully discharge
5: the duties of the office on which I am about to enter.
0: The duties of the office on which I am about to
5: enter. So help me God. So help me God.
2: So that was, you know, her swearing in uh, message, you know, what she did. And I don't know, do you think that she actually upheld the Constitution or do you think that she upheld her own desires? Just curious, because I don't think she upheld the Constitution at all. I don't think anybody that votes for abortion and votes for unbiblical marriage and among other things, I don't think they're upholding the Constitution I think they're making the law in their own eyes. And I don't think that that's, uh, that's biblical at all. In fact, um, my nose is itching at the moment. I wanted to read you uh, an email that I got from my friend Gordon James Klingenschmitt. Uh, but I can't do that, actually. <laughs> I have to go ahead and log out of this account in order to do that. Um,
1: um I'd like to uh, share... Something I would like to share. I would like to share uh, a tweet that I think sad, sums things up pretty well. Okay. A tweet from Casey Nicole uh, Pacillo. 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 I don't know how to pronounce the name, but uh, she tweeted. It disturbs me to see. I guess I could put myself on screen, and I could maybe even put the tweet on screen. But I was looking to do that without. Um, unnecessary text. Anyway,
2: I feel like I look so serious with these glasses.
1: Nothing wrong Don't with I that.
2: Don't I look intellectual, people?
1: Anyway, uh, she tweeted It disturbs me to see posts blatantly dishonoring Ruth Bader Ginsburg in death, but it deeply concerns me to see many Christians celebrating a legacy largely defined by fighting to legalize killing of the unborn. My hope and prayers that she came to know the saving grace of Jesus. So, yeah, both sides. There are those that are dishonoring her in her death, which is not good, but, you know, she she's disturbed by that, but deeply concerned to see how many Christians are celebrating, uh, you know, a career that, as she tweeted, you know, largely defined by fighting to legalize the killing of the unborn. And there's a difference, I think, between, you know, honoring the individual and celebrating the career
2: oh yeah well i think it's tragic okay here's what i think i don't think anybody should rejoice when anybody dies period i don't that's why i'm not going you know i'm not doing what the haters of god generally do when a good christian person dies okay my first thought when i saw that she had died was I hope she knew the Lord. That was literally my first thought. Um, my second thought was, in life, she never seemed very happy. Just like George Soros. You look at both of them, any pictures of them. Where's the joy, people? Do you see any joy on their face anywhere? I mean, she looked, and I'm not trying to be critical, but she looked like one of the most miserable people who've ever walked on the face of the earth, honestly. Even pictures where she is kind of smiling Don't look very happy, you know, and I'm like, that's got to be a heavy load. Right. I mean, to me, you know, and then I started reading feedback from people and I'm like, wow, you know, that that's 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 bad. And okay, I'm going to log into here. I want to read you what my friend Gordon James Klingenschmidt wrote in his email, because he pointed out some stuff that I thought was super interesting that I didn't even know. And you guys might find this also interesting. So just give me a second here. I got to log in to my other Gmail account. Um, you know, and the people that are being attacked by people who are upset uh, because we even question the, you know, to hold up the question, well, were they saved? You know, and, and this is what I've noticed, too. I noticed that the people in the Christian media world, if you go and you look at what Janet Parshall wrote, if you look at some of the other prominent Christian leaders in media, most of them, this is what they said. Pray for the family of Ruth. Most of them didn't say anything about you know, I hope that she was in heaven, you know. Um, and I thought, you know what? That's tactful. It's a, it's a tactful way to, uh, you know, not say anything, but actually say something. Okay. So here's what Gordon James Klingenschmidt wrote. He wrote, um, Gin- Ginsburg's dying wish. Um, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died at age 87, With glowing tributes from leftists, pro-aborts, LGBTs, and the mainstream media pouring in from around the globe. And then he put in red, I personally mourned her death because she apparently did not know Christ. This past month, I prayed for her soul that she would prepare to meet God. Now, she has met God. How will the holy and righteous God, the God of Moses, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob receive a powerful, powerful earthly judge who declined to help innocent children avoid slaughter, who legalized sodomy and who once said publicly about African-Americans, quote, Frankly, I had thought that at the time Roe v. Wade was decided. Ginsburg told her interviewer, Emily Bazelon, there was concern about population growth and particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of, unquote. And then Gordon writes, there it is. When God asks if Ginsburg killed black children because of their race, she will admit yes. She openly said she did. By her own words, she will be judged. Don't misquote me, since I'm not her judge, it's not for me to say if Ginsburg is in heaven or hell, but those are the only two options, since God will show each of us wrath or mercy. She will receive either God's wrath, as we call, including I, should for our sins, or God's mercy, as Christ purchased for you with his atoning blood shed on the cross. The writer of Hebrews describes the Jewish salvation law as follows, in fact, Under the law, almost everything is cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness, neither release from sin and its guilt, nor cancellation of the merited punishment. Hebrews 9.22, and that's in the Amplified Version. In Leviticus 16, a blood sacrifice was required annually to atone for the sins of the nation, but this temple sacrifice was discarded since Christ. In other words, only a blood sacrifice forgives our bloody sins, Thank God for Jesus Christ who paid our price with the blood sacrifice required under Jewish law by dying on a cross as our substitute. Jesus was punished with wrath so we can receive mercy. Where is her merciful blood atonement without Christ? Where is yours? Have you accepted Christ who paid for all of your sins if you only repent and believe on Jesus as Lord? Without Christ's atonement, we face only wrath, not mercy. Some speculate Ginsburg's dying wish was that President Trump not be allowed to name her replacement on the Supreme Court. I can say with confidence that moments after her death, her only wish is that God would show her mercy. As he offers you today through Christ, are you prepared to face death? Pray this prayer to receive Christ today and prepare for your own inevitable end. Father in heaven, I'm sorry for my sins. I repent and turn away from my own evil. I believe and surrender to Jesus Christ as Lord. I receive him in my heart as God's merciful atonement and trust his sacrifice on the cross paid my penalty. God have mercy on my soul and all those departed in Jesus name. Amen. So that's what Gordon wrote. And um, I don't know if you agree or disagree. But uh, I'd like to know. So now the phone line is open again, just so you know. (laughs) If you want to call up now is the time, people. Okay, so 931-674-1868. I don't know if Natasha's done with dinner. I don't know if Tommy wants to call in or Marco or Sean. Uh, Any Greg, if you want to call in. Hey, Greg's out there. Nice to see you, Melanie. Um, Anybody out there want to call in? Just weigh in on this. Um, I want to know. I want to know what my friends think, right? Um, I have a unique seat because of doing this for 16 years and remembering when righteous people died, how the heathen and the haters of God rejoiced, and now how they're getting mad because we're questioning because of our own faith, right? Have you ever found it interest? Have you ever noticed that when an atheist dies, you know, they might say something like, rest in peace, You know, or something like that. But I'm thinking, well, how is that possible? You know, how is it possible to, I mean, what do they say to comfort themselves, right? What do ungodly people say? Except, well, you know, you know, now you're in heaven. But, but that's not a lie. I mean, it is a lie. It's, it's, it's not truth. It's, it's not true based on their own worldview, that's the that that's what the the fallacy of of an unbiblical world view is that oddly when death comes into the picture, people suddenly adopt the biblical ending, which is heaven. you ever notice that? it's like, okay, yeah, life you know I'm gonna live like hell while I'm on earth and and not even believe in hell, but for sure gonna go to heaven afterwards, but it's like. Why would anybody who ignores Christ during their lifetime want to spend all eternity with Him? Doesn't make any sense to me. But yet, that's their kind of default position upon death. That makes sense? Am I making sense? That makes sense, people? That makes sense, bare face. I need some feedback, people. Okay, so, uh, okay, anyway. So, that is my thought on that. All right, any other thoughts, Randall? While I take a drink of water, because my mouth is really dry.
1: Well, I was just looking at the uh, YouTube chat.
2: Oh, you were okay.
1: Yeah. And um, I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Barb's mentioning Alex Jones, but yeah, I, I haven't heard. I don't know what Alex Jones has said, so Barb should call in and tell us.
1: I I don't either, but <laughs> apparently a, a year ago uh, there was reports of her death that were being called a hoax, and now she's actually being reported dead by a number of uh, you know sources. So maybe there's a sense of you know crying wolf, and
2: I don't see that on here.
1: See that on where I'm just in the YouTube chat. Okay, YouTube chat.
2: Okay, I haven't seen that.
1: But uh, um, Barb said you probably don't, you probably don't what to, or probably want to know what I might say about this death, so-called.
2: Actually, I want to know. I do. (laughs) I, (laughs) I. That's why we decided to cook up a phone number tonight so you could call in. You know. Um, yeah, so, so now's the time to call in. We're only going to do this for 15 more minutes, so now is the time to do it. Um, oops. Yeah. So, how many of you plan on watching the funeral if she, if they do a funeral? I mean, I'm probably not going to because I don't have TV. I mean, I get to watch stuff on the internet, I guess, but, but, uh, um, you know, just curious. You're killing me, people not literally let's see here so tommy says i didn't follow her career other than that she was liberal pro-abortion judge you would not watch yeah i wouldn't either i mean you know why probably the reason why i wouldn't watch her funeral is because frankly there's no hope in it you know um even though she swore on the constitution that so help her God to be a you know, to uphold the Constitution, there's nothing in her legacy that I can see that's godly or that really offered any hope. You know? And and I'm gonna to i I'm just gonna speak just for a second. Okay, I think Sean's calling in. Hold on a second. I think I gotta All Right, hold on a minute. Okay, I'm in the wrong one. Did I get you? Are you there? Hello? Yeah, there you are. Okay, Sean, is that you?
6: That's me, yes. Okay, hello. How you doing? Good. <laughs> oh, we're on the show now, right?
2: Yes, we're on the show. You're live. Yes, you are. You're live on Bible News Radio. Yeah, you are.
6: Okay. That's good. Oh, where are you calling uh, in from? I know yeah, my,
2: where where where, huh? where where tell us where you're at so everybody knows.
6: Up in Chicago, Illinois, and uh, and the uh, name for uh, She is originally from Boston, so I'm a Red Sox fan. Go Yankees, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my my feeling on it is if uh, the uh, Democratic Party was in charge, they would get they would go for in for the for the touchdown and get their own candidate. And right now, this is the opportunity for, uh, if, if you're a Republican, which I'm not, I'm libertarian, but to get get your choice. And uh, I, I you know I believe the choice of the Supreme Court that the Republicans have a, a better choice than what the Democratic Party would offer, because at least there'd be principles of uh, some respect for the Constitution, and freedom and uh, protection of uh, property rights, people's rights, and true freedom of speech. So, take take it while they can, because we don't know what the the election will be. Right. And uh, I think that you go for it now, but he, McConnell does have to make sure that he has no uh, Trojan horses that he's working with. You know that they'll say yeah, then at the last minute, and, you know. Uh, turn aside, you know, make it look worse. So, uh, you know, you don't want to jeopardize the right person to be the Supreme Court. You put her up there, which he did say was gonna be today at the rally, um, whoever the lady is. And uh, oh,
2: so, so oh, he,
6: okay, uh, so your nomination, uh, you know, permanently, you know, so you just want to uh, make sure you have induction order and go for it. <laughs>
2: yeah well so as a libertarian um yeah i know you you're not a huge fan of trump i understand that
5: and
2: yeah you definitely don't care for the yankees either even though they're he, better than the red sox
6: maybe yankee too i think so. yeah. all right go That's Any,
2: anyway so the the uh, uh <laughs> just well. so you guys know i was born in new york so i have to be a yankee fan fan hey. but but oh. Well, OK, so, so when you so as a libertarian, which my understanding, you know, of a lib- a libertarian beliefs are that you're more uh, liberal on social issues, but more conservative fiscally. Is that right?
6: Right. Physically. Yeah. Yeah. Fis- yeah fiscal conservative, social liberal in the sense that uh, uh, as a party, a political party, the goal is not for the state to um, um uh, To uh, be the moral police right on society, but as a Christian, it's my responsibility to stand. And you know, a country person, I'm not going to, you know, tell the uh, the person go to the bar and get drunk, even though you're free to or go to abortion and 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 have abortion. I'm for life. I'm for sobriety. Right. And I'm going to it's a better way to choose, which is God's way. You know, in the church. So that's that's how I. I, I correlated in that aspect. And I don't see personally that the su- new Supreme Court candidate will be the one that'll overturn Roe v. Wade. That's going to be more of an uphill climb in general, especially with uh, Gorsuch and with the, uh, the Chief Justice, too. I don't think he would turn that way.
2: Right. Well, uh, and you know, it's funny because Roberts, you know, it has turned out to be kind of a disappointment. You know, <laughs> which is why if a conservative, if a real conservative, ends up on the Supreme Court, um, it would still outweigh even with um, you know Roberts, who has kind of been a flip flopper. Um, right. You know. Right. So, but it would still be the majority. But even though they couldn't depend on Roberts, um, so
6: yeah. And and that's what Let's makes shoot.
2: this tough. Even well,
6: with yeah. the Barrett would be a good choice. Who would, you know, they, having children, too.
2: <laughs> Say that one more time. I, I
6: didn't hear it. Uh, Barrett, the lady, uh, the, one of the nominees that almost got the pick before um, uh, the last one. God, forgive me for not remembering his name.
2: Kavanaugh?
6: Uh, Kavanaugh, yes. Yeah. And uh, Barrett was it was between Barrett and Kavanaugh, but it's, uh, Barrett is still on the top. I hope they pick her and, okay. uh but we know she's 100 percent pro life for the max uh you know in the views so right so she'll get grilled but if the republicans stick together and correlate it you can get her on the court and then you know see what happens with the election which is going to be a mess because of all the mail-in ballots and, uh, and the fiasco it's just you know looking like a train wreck coming together and and like uh, Get it started before the debate. That's going to be another wild one when so you see the two of them up there debating. Because uh, Trump already said he's going to talk about Joe Biden's son, you know, with Hunter, which be entertaining. But on the other hand, uh, it, it's going to turn it into a uh, Monday Night Raw wrestling uh, fiasco.
2: <laughs> That's well, my opinion. Blood and blood blood and blood and guts is politics, right?
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll it'll get ratings that's for sure yeah that's, but that's my that's my basic say on it i i, I respect her as as i would any liberal because uh even being from massachusetts i've always said that, you know there's coffee i say i love my liberals i don't agree with them i don't know uh, you know and everything that they they do most of the stuff especially the social socialism but uh we know what we know and until people learn to read a book and open their mind and weigh in the uh truth and what works and what doesn't people have to learn on their own unfortunately and like you said what we've made against her hopefully you don't learn ultimately too late and spiritually
2: yeah
6: so that's you know that's what you uh you pray about and but uh, I, I put up a post for her on Facebook, for in wasn't a, to advocate her. So I had a couple of people uh, message me and said, Oh, you liked her? I said, No, she's a Supreme Court justice. She's respected. And I know people on my Facebook page that respect her. And uh, I'm just giving honor to where honor is due. Right. You know, Saying that, not advocation. Just because I respect someone, uh, um, uh, agree with them. I mean, if Joe Biden becomes president, I'm going to respect him as my president, but I'm not going to necessarily advocate for the policies that are going to come out of the administration. But so there's a big difference. So that's that's how I look at things. So. <laughs> that's cool.
2: Well, I yeah. agree. I agree. I mean, I I think that God created every human being in His image, and right. I think that we are bearers of who He is and i think that's why the enemy who comes to kill steal and destroy anybody who advocates for those th- those things what? i cannot see how they I, they don't have a regenerate mind i mean it's 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 oh. and no. so i can't celebrate i i cannot celebrate her life and as i started to say right before you called is as a woman you know one of the things that i find fascinating is that um, i am very conservative. I mean, I'm probably the most conservative. <laughs> Let me put it this way: my conservatism. I was conservative even before I was a Christian. Um oh. but, but like, I like in the case of abortion, you know, there are some Christians who say rape and incest, they 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 would allow it. I don't. I I okay. think there are zero reasons, because I don't think how babies conceive should end in their death. You know, I mean, God created that baby allowed that baby to come into existence despite how it came into existence it's not right. my place to kill it um so as far as women's mm-hmm. rights you know the whole feminist movement is is a load of crap okay well, I'm, i, I am hate- i mean it really is i mean women's suffrage yes 100 years ago we couldn't vote now we can. Let's build a bridge, get over it, and actually go ahead and vote. And let's right. let's get into the careers. Let's get educated. And what bothers me, you know, people go, well, e- you know, equal pay for women. Okay. Yeah. But you know what they forget to talk about? They forget to talk about part of the reason why women didn't get equal pay for so long and I believe largely they do now, and I know somebody would disagree with me, but it's because, number right. one, they weren't working the hours. Number two, they weren't as educated, etc. There's all this stuff nobody ever talks about. And it's like, yeah. I, as a woman, I'm highly educated, you know? Yeah. And I have never felt like oppressed because I'm a woman. Oh, wait, I know I got white privilege, apparently. But, you know, I mean, my mother was raised on welfare, but she didn't apply herself either. You know, <laughs> my my I, mom could have done way better than what she did. But anyway, go ahead.
6: But let, let me just say, thing in close, I'm going to get off the okay. when, when originally it happened, like sometimes it's too late. We have the we have uh, gay marriage. We have uh, legality and equality, so-called. And uh, then we have, you know, the abortion. The abortion was based on the, you know, the 14th amendment of property rights. In other words, I I bought a bottle of water. So right now I have an empty bottle of water, or a full bottle. doesn't matter, but it's my bottle. I purchased it. That's a property right. But guess what? I can take the bottle and I can throw it away. Okay? Which is true under the 14th Amendment. I can build a house and I can destroy it. But you can't define a human life as a just a piece of matter, piece of tissue, or a house, or a car that you're gonna go jump because you don't like it or trade it in. That right. is life, you know, and and that's and everyone's known that, but you had a few, uh, you know, the wide deceptions that came in with this movement to say that you know in the 60s with the you know free love, free sex movement. Uh, that's again. hey, you know, why should I have to, you know, it's my body, you know, but but the fetus isn't yours. Right. It's not a property right. it's life. No, and, and that, it's opposite,
2: the, op- and sometimes it's opposite gender. Right. So, a male right. baby inside me would not be my yeah. body, that's just sand, you know.
6: Right, right. Yeah. You know, so, we have an uphill battle, you know, I know Kavanaugh said that he wouldn't reverse Roe v. Wade because it's presidents, okay? But presidents can be changed. They did it with um, a prohibition back in the early 1920s. They put an amendment in, and then they retook it. Hey, wait a minute. If I was president, you can change it. But it's not going to be a fight. It's an uphill battle. It's take a move of God. And that's possible, too. That's very possible because it's bigger than uh, what we can do sometimes what God has to do to make the change in uh, our hearts and, you know, in the hearts of other people and he can make a way. And this is one of these little ways that we have to, to get in there and uh, put somebody in the uh, Supreme court. So we God help us. That's all <laughs> Amen. Well,
2: Amen. definitely. God has to help us for sure. Yep. All right. Well, Sean, thanks for uh, calling in.
6: No
2: problem. Take care. Okay, I will. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Okay, so we got two minutes until the top of the hour. I'll give you um, I know Natasha said she wanted to call in. I don't know if anybody else wants to, but we will hang on a couple more minutes if anybody else wants to call in. The number is 931-674-1868, and I think we have that coming up on the screen. I think Bareface is going to throw that back up right now. Uh, not quite. Wait,
1: but it's there. I don't see it right there on the bottom.
2: Where is it? Call oh. in
1: 931 oh, 674 Yeah, I could it
2: before. Okay, well, I saw it before in yellow. Okay, yeah, I think it'd be do you guys like it better in yellow. <laughs> All right, 931 674 1868. That's the number if you want to call in. One more caller, we'll do one more. Uh, before we hang up, if anybody else wants to call in? Um, yeah yeah it's it's this is an interesting thing and it's kind of cool to have you know friend in colorado and california now illinois call us up pretty cool
1: uh we haven't had anybody from the east coast weigh in
2: or northeast
1: or northeast or whatever. the just... north well here's somebody now
2: that's natasha okay wait hold on i'm gonna go over to this other one here Okay, I think... Hello, Natasha. Hi. Hello. 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 It's me. Hi. Hi, Natasha. Where are you calling in from? The great state of Minnesota. All right. In Minnesota land. All right. So what are your thoughts? I know you've been watching the whole show.
0: And well... What, and We've talked about uh, a plethora of things, but what would you like my thoughts on, <laughs> in particular?
2: On anything. On, okay, on the death of, of Ruth, on whether or not you think Trump should, you know, put in a nominee quick, uh, you know, her legacy in general. You probably know more than I do about the topic, honestly, so I'd love your thoughts on anything.
0: Um. When her death was announced, um, I, I was saddened to hear about it uh, for the reasons that have already been explained. I do hope that she did know God and Jesus as her Lord and Savior. Only she knows that. Um, so it, you know, it was disheartening, and I was just hoping maybe somebody, maybe somebody at the White House or somebody who was a fellow judge share the gospel with her at some point in time
2: i believe antonin scalia has done that actually i think it's been reported that he had
0: numerous times oh okay see i did not i did not uh, know that i hadn't realized that i'm glad that he did um whether she received it or not um is a different story so and if she didn't, um, that's unfortunate. And I don't celebrate someone missing out on being uh, in eternity with God. I, I don't celebrate that at all. Um, I don't celebrate people uh, seeing a life um, of, in eternity of hell. I don't celebrate that. Um, so that is my thoughts on her death. I have been... Lately following um, Justice Ginsburg and watching different biographies. um, And she did lead an interesting life. And I know people, you know, were just outraged at what she did. She was very pro-abortion and, you know, among other things. Uh, But I, I can't say that her entire life, was quote unquote wasted that she never did anything good one thing that stood out to me was seeking equal opportunity equal rights for both men and women there was a particular case of a gentleman whose wife had died while giving birth to their son and he wanted to uh, stay home and raise his son and I don't know what exactly it was called, but his job would not allow him to reduce the hours because in their eyesight, that was just for the woman. And she uh, battled that case on his behalf and said, look, you know, stop with the so-called gender roles. You know, he wants to raise his son. He has every right to do it. His wife is dead. And so when I look at things like that and when I remember my mother telling me there was a time where a married woman couldn't go and buy a car by herself. She had to have her husband's permission and signature. A woman could not, um, you know, have her tubes tied or uh, do any kind of birth control without her husband's permission. There's, And she was naming all these uh, different things, including pay, in the workplace, you're doing the exact same job, working the exact same hours. Why am I getting 79 cents to your dollar, you know, extra an hour, just because I happen to be female? And so, when you know, when I look at how she promoted just e- equality in that, I can't ding her on that. I really can't. Sure. Because I, I, I appreciate the fact that, You know, yes, sir. the Bible has gender roles. That's very clear, and I will adhere to them when God sees fit to bring me an opportunity to be married. But when you're looking at, okay, well, who stays home and raises the children, and who does the cooking, and who does the cleaning, and who does the lawnmower, who does, I mean, anybody can do that. Anybody can go and be educated. You're a highly educated woman. You are an example of that. There was a time where they thought women could not be highly educated. And so I I appreciate that aspect of our life. Now, when it comes to abortion, um, I'm all for, I'm all pro life. I don't believe any type of child should be aborted because it was the wrong time or the wrong season. Now, I'm still on the fence concerning. Uh, incest, abuse and all that because I do know of 11 and 12 year olds who have become impregnated by a rape or an abuse be it outside. So I'm on the fence with that. I can't see a child whose body is underdeveloped carrying a child. So I'm still trying to do research on that. But in terms of consensual sex between two consenting adults and you can go down Planned Parenthood is not my favorite place. It shouldn't be anybody's favorite place, but you can actually go down and get free birth control from Planned Parenthood if what my grandmother says, you're that hot in the tail. (laughs) I'm quoting my grandmother. And that you can't wait until marriage for sexual activity. But if you choose, two consenting adults choose to be sexually active, unprotected, not only are you opening yourself up to pregnancy, but also diseases, STDs. And you don't know how many partners the person you're sleeping with has had. And then when a baby comes along, then you want to say, oh, well, I'm not ready. Oh, well, um, you know, I wanted to go to school. Oh, well, well, you know, the last time I checked, you were two adults with developed brains, and you're thinking about this now. And I tell a lot of guys, they get angry with me. I said, you're angry because your girlfriend is pregnant. But had you taken the time and thought with the head above your waist instead of the one below your waist, you really wouldn't be in this position. And they get mad when I say that. And you were consenting adults. And now you have a beautiful human being growing inside of you, and it's inconvenient. And so now you want to get rid of it because it's inconvenient for you. Now, having said that, uh, what I want to challenge on my fellow pro-life people is that I'm all for someone having good and productive life from birth to the grave. But if we're going to be pro-life, we need to be pro-life in other areas because I'm finding some of my pro-life friends not really being pro-life when I tell them in the black community there are trigger-happy police officers who are shooting black men at random and bum-rushing women. If we're going to be pro-life, we need to talk about all of the lives, especially when we say from birth to the grave. But I find that, you know, it just seems like it's just the babies, but they're not talking about the senior citizen where a judge determines that her life is not doable anymore and that she shouldn't be here and that she should be detached from whatever support that she has medically or family, what have you. They're not talking about the family. It wasn't here in the United States, but I think it was over in England where a child had a very debilitating disease. And the judge decided that the child should no longer live because he was was weighing in on the system and costing the system a lot of money. We need to talk about all of these different lives and different stages of life that matter and not just only the birth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's the way, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling right now, is that we need to be pro-life all the way, all for making sense in what I'm saying. Um, um, you know, Ms. Justice Ginsburg apparently did not feel that babies mattered, especially people of color um, that saddens me uh, because there was a time where the Jewish people were very much hated, yeah, and there's, there's, you know,
2: Jewish people are still very <laughs> much hated, actually.
0: And, and so, I mean, we we have to, you know, we have to talk about those issues where the the rubber meets the road too, and that that's where I am in this whole uh, situation. Um, again, I'm disheartened that she did not see uh, life as valuable, um, I, you know, and, and it's just unfortunate, and that people still are celebrating something that, to me, is a detriment to a woman's health. I really don't see where abortion is helpful to a woman's body knowing two women whose bodies were butchered during an abortion. Right. So I, I don't get it. I, I don't get where it is pro-woman. I don't get it. And the, But the more questions I ask my pro-choice friends, the less I really understand where they're coming from. How is this pro-woman? How is this pro-family? How is this helping uh, with birth control? this is literally butchering a body not only the baby's body but the mom's body but i would and no one seems to see this
2: i would argue that they don't even see i would argue no birth control period call me a a staunch catholic Uh, (laughs) i because if i mean i have a girlfriend um who is a friend of mine she's a therapist um actually is a catholic And, you know, it was interesting. I was sharing with her, um, I forgot something. It was something having to do with pro-life or whatever. Um, And I told her, I said, look, I'm not for abortion in any case, period. I don't even believe in taking contraception. I, um, myself, when Randall and I got married, I was on the pill for one month. That was it. I went off afterwards. Because, first of all, I mean, I couldn't tolerate. Plus, it was a hormone it's totally screwing thing up and all birth control is is designed to kill the baby even before conception i mean it's 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 chemical it's, castration
1: well it's not basically most, most contraceptives don't prevent conception i e the the you know combination of sperm and ovum what they do is prevent the attachment right of the of the fertilized egg. But,
2: but let me finish my point. Just so, it. my friend though, she started doing some research on the abortion pill, and not the abortion pill, just the pill in general. And when and she's very analytical and she said to me, "Oh my gosh, I never knew." And when she was reading all the side effects and all this other stuff, she just was she just became like me. She was like, "Nope, never again." Um so you're right. I mean you're right that there's nothing pro woman about any of it. It's it's if if killing is involved, it's of the devil. Okay.
0: Yes, absolutely. It is.
2: All right. Randall, did you want to say something else or
1: No, other than uh just wanted to say that uh I'm, you know, hundred percent about being consistent. Whoops, where did that come from? Being 100% consistent in pro-life, and that, uh, yeah, we should. Anyone who claims to be pro-life should be consistent uh, through it all. I think that there's an emphasis on abortion because those who are not pro-life, who consider themselves pro-choice, it's like let's start with the most vulnerable members of you know of humanity. Right. And which are our our future there wouldn't be there wouldn't be human history, and there's no human future uh without human reproduction and to look at that as some sort of you know I'm into it or I'm not you know it's like um being you talked about you know the men that should be thinking with the head above their waist you know it's it's uh not even a by the way quali-
2: tommy's tommy's agreeing with everything you're saying by the way i see that it's, out there
1: you know it's not a it's not even a qualified comparison but it's like oh yeah i want to be able to operate a motor vehicle but don't don't bother me with stop signs and traffic lights and all the lines painted lanes all that forget that i don't want any part of that i just want the freedom of driving my automobile and, you know more importantly that's a
2: good analogy m-
1: more more importantly human sexuality is like oh i just want all the fun i don't want any responsibilities you know i don't want to have to do this responsibly in any way shape or form i just want the the pleasure associated with it and that's that's immature that's childish but anyway so i'm getting off on a tangent but just um Saying that I think the reason for the uh, emphasis on being pro-life when it comes to infants is for those who are not too pro-life, who consider themselves pro-choice, to say, hey, can we start here? I mean, with infants? I mean, uh, you know, save the whales and cute little puppies, but how about your own humanity? You know, your own kind, your own species?
2: Well... And then the other thing, too, Natasha, is you mentioned, you know, the cops, right? Cops killing other people, um, black, black men in particular. Um, I think that we do have a racism issue in our country. There's no doubt about that. However, I do think that it's largely promulgated by the liberal media that wants to create division within our world because most people – do not live in, the, in the, the world of what the media shows us. I mean, you go around to ask most people if, you know, if they're in that world and they're not. Um, you know, I, and I know that that can get into a whole discussion about gun rights and, and war. I mean, I have friends that are pacifist Christians, which is completely unbiblical. The book of Ecclesiastes actually, you know, says there's a time for war. There's a time for peace. Um, there's going to be a huge yeah. war. Jesus is going to come back and fight in Armageddon. I mean, so you know the whole the whole spiritual war that we're in is it's a war, as L. A. Marzulli calls it. It's a cosmic chess match, you know. Right. And so so that is an issue, right? And there is con- there there is some um, inconsistency with that. Uh, but I would also argue that the media doesn't report white on white crime um you know and a whole bunch of other stuff so you know the media spins everything and i know this well because i've been in it for a while and i've seen them do it even against you know me (laughs) you know when i was on fox news you know um, in 2006 talking about google and the pedophiles um they side the show that they had me on which by the way you can google it it's on youtube You can see how much darker my hair was (laughs) way back then, you know, their producer was trying to produce me, you know, and they tried to tell me how to to go on and, and be all hysterical and do this, do this, blah, blah, blah. And then when I got on, they completely redid whatever, what it was I was on there for and made up this complete tale that had really nothing to do with why I was there. And I'm like, uh, and I answered anyway. I mean, I answered why I was there with why I was there. Just remembered how ridiculous it was. So so a lot of what we see isn't even real anyway, um, which is why I think what we do is so important on our show because what we do is we take the Word of God. You know, I have the Amplified Version right here. I love this book. Um, in fact, today, uh, Tracy read in Psalm 68 and... And Tommy, I wanted to read this because in verse 11, it says, the Lord gives the command to take Canaan. The women who proclaim the good news are a great host army. <laughs> I, I saw that. The women who proclaim the good news are a great host. Yeah, we are. Um, um, but uh, but that's why we, we take what's in here and we look at what's going on in the culture. And some of my friends get really ticked off at me because, you know, you're a Bible thumper, blah, blah, blah. And, and yet they know me. I mean, if you if you know me, right, Natasha, you know me. We disagree agree on a lot of Absolutely. things, maybe on some things. But if you know me, you know I love you. And you know that I care about what the truth is. But you also know I'm not going to back down because of what God's word says. I have lost some interesting friends lately because they have chosen to try to thwart what I do, knowing what I do, where I stand, Uh, and came in very close to me you know and you know it's it's i was talking to one of my good friends yesterday i talked to her for two and a half hours she she loves me has supported this show for a long time i told her some stuff i can't tell all you but what i can tell you is that god is dividing people bottom line and if you can't take what god says at his word here And believe it literally and take it take God at his word literally then you're not gonna be my friend for very long (laughs) because I'm not gonna babysit you and your liberal theology and I'm not gonna bow the knee to your gay theology or anything like that I'm not gonna do it because your eternity is at risk if you're willing to compromise on what God clearly states in his word and you're calling Mm -hmm. yourself a Christian then be very very careful I love you, but I cannot have fellowship with you. It just won't happen.
0: Well, then you also, what I do is I ask, when, when people have a problem with me accepting the entire word of God, and they tell me things like I don't have a, any right to talk about uh, biblical marriage using Genesis 2, because right. that is misogyny, because the man was created first. And I said, and, and you have to question what God are they talking about, because they are talking about a God. It might not be the God of the Bible, right? the God of the universe, the God who created us, but they're, they're talking about a God. And I always ask myself, so well, who are you serving? What God are you talking about? We're not talking about the same God here. Because if we are going to say we are... Christ followers, then we have to do what Jesus said. Well, Jesus never talked to anything about homosexual marriage. Yes, he didn't have to because he, he went back to the Torah. And what does the Torah show us? One man, one woman that was created. I even talk about um, there are some people who are trying to promote uh, polygamy and polyandry. Oh yeah, You can have more than one uh, spouse that I tell them. I said, where did God give Adam a choice of how many women he wanted? Right, he did. He said, Adam, here's your helper, not helpers.
2: Right, and then every time you see polygamy in the Old Testament, didn't it turn out very well, just so you know.
0: (laughs) They don't look at that, though. Right,
2: I know, but see, that's where (laughs) you, as a biblical Christian, can go, okay, honey, look here. Have you read the book? I actually, I mean, you've listened to my show. You know, I had a... um, um, a a life a, a aqua aerobics teacher who came in. I came into her class years ago, a couple probably seven years ago, and she was jumping up and down, yelling at us, attacking me as a Christian. And one day she comes in and and tells me, you know, that the Bible is a book of fairy tales and all this other stuff. And I'm I'm jumping up and down in water, right? I'm doing I'm having this conversation. All these elderly Christian women are in the class, and then there's me and this woman. And I just flat out said to her in front of everybody, I said, have you ever read the Bible? And she's like, uh, no, actually I haven't, but I know what it says. And I said, really? Because as I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing my water weights down, I'm like, really? Because I've read it for 30 years almost every day, and I've never seen that in the Bible. So you sound like a, you know, an idiot <laughs> because you don't know what the heck you're talking about. And, that, and most people don't, but that's beside the point.
0: No, they don't. When they say, well, I've read the Bible, I said, well, reading and studying it are two different things. True. I can read something, but if I'm not going to study it, you know, I'm not going to uh, know anything about it. So I kind of take it with a grain of salt when they tell me that they've read the Bible. I mean, they just skimmed through it. They haven't really done their research. And, and again, that's unfortunate. But most of the issues that I have is not really... I'm not sure what your experience is, but my experience is people within the church having a problem with me taking God at God's word. Yeah. This is what God's word says. I will tell you. I really don't have that with the atheist or the agnostic. Okay. I I get more, I get tagged more by people. In the church than I do outside of the church I can that's what's mind-boggling to me
2: in 2004 when I first started blogging uh, I had my, my very first email newsletter was actually called e-involved that's literally what it was called I actually own the domain name einvolved.org org and the E stood for email and what I did was um, I had been introduced to to um, Dr. Jerry Kirk, who at the time was heading up a ministry called Standing Together Opposing Pornography. He actually was a pastor who God called out of the pulpit to go and fight the blight of pornography. And Dr. Kirk had um, started sending out emails and stuff. And then I learned about the Christian Coalition and Family Research Council and Concerned Women for America and Eagle Forum and uh, Traditional Values Coalition, and, and there's probably some others. I've I'm focused on the family. I actually worked there for three years myself. Um, and and anyway, long story short, I would gather info from all these pol- these politi- these Christian organizations, and I would type out emails, and I would send them to my little activist list, uh, which is why my company originally was called Active Christian Media, because I was an activist Christian because somebody pointed to me and said, you're an activist, Stacy. did you know that? And I was like, nope, I had no idea I was an activist, but thanks for letting me know. Uh, and I would send out email and all these people would go to my church, Natasha. And Randall can testify because he was there with me through it all. I would get hate mail from people at my church when I would send out stuff exposing the gay agenda. Get the, take me the hell off your list. I mean, no. people at my church. Yeah, and and then yeah. me and Randall, when it was in uh, 2001, I think it was, when we went to the Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network as spies. When we went down to Glisten, we went on behalf of Traditional Values Coalition. We went in to spy out the land. When we went in, spent the whole weekend with these activists. Um, we spent a whole weekend there, three days in Los Angeles, and we're in this conference gathering info so we can bring it back to the church and do this, and. I'll spare the name of the church, but we we were hosting an evening church service, Bible study at our house for years, and and after we spent that weekend there, I was spent, the Lord had ripped my heart apart uh, for those in this community because I could see what they were doing and where they were going to come against the church in particular, and when we announced it to the church that we wanted to share what happened at this event, one person in that whole church showed up to hear what we had to say. Nobody gave a damn basically. And the one guy that did show up, he was an activist himself. So yeah, I totally get you. I totally get you. The Mm -hmm. church inside the church where you go to, you're dealing with mostly church goers, not actual disciples who want to do anything and promote the gospel. And that's the truth. And that's why I laugh sometimes because I'm like, oh my gosh, so-and-so finally woke up to this issue and it's like 20 years ago we were talking about this. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) And, and you've been going to this church for 20 years and you're just now seeing it. The whole gay marriage thing with Prop 8 in California, Randall and I were like, the Mormon Church, which is a cult, is doing more for this than the Christians were. I mean, the Mormon Church in California had the signs. They had the rallies. They, they were the ones on the forefront of getting Prop 8 passed. In California, They were the ones taking on the chops in the media because so few in the actual church. And and I will say this, the Catholic Church has been the one, the nuns and the, the, the pro-life uh, Christians that are radically born again, Catholics. They're the ones out in mm-hmm. front of Planned Parenthood praying every weekend. They got their rosary beads. They're out there handing out literature to the people coming in. It, it's not the, the, quote, Christians you would think of at church, you know. So no. it's, it's, that's been my experience anyway.
0: Yeah. But again, you have to ask them, what God are you serving? What, God, you know, are we talking about the same God? Right. And uh, that, if they, and sometimes I ask them, what Bible are you reading? Not the <laughs> one that I'm reading, you know, and they've redefined what love is. Now, love is I have to accept everything about you, or I don't love you, or, and, and you're a bad person. And I, then I'll come back and say, okay, were my parents bad people? Because I know they loved me, but they didn't love everything I did. So were they bad people? And then, you know, or oh, the name-calling starts, or the deflecting starts, rather than answering the question.
2: Right.
0: So, um. But that is, but those are my thoughts. And, again, uh, my prayers go to the Ginsburg uh, family. Um, grief uh, is hard. It is It is a, a journey. And, again, uh, I don't glory in anybody dying outside of Christ or anybody dying, period, really. Right. I, I don't glory in that. No. Um, I just hope that this, spark something in the church who do believe in the entire word of God, who do believe that God means what he says and says what he means, that we be more proactive in uh, sharing the gospel. And I'm done with trying to please people. I used to try to be a people pleaser. There's no such thing as a people pleaser. There's always going to be someone who has a problem with what you say and what you do. My goal is to do what Jesus commanded us to do, is share the gospel, make disciples. But tell the truth and tell the truth in love, even if you end up hating my gut. It's I hard. still
2: well, we want, uh, to, want to
0: tell you the truth.
2: Right. And that's what I appreciate about you. You are one of my favorite people, you know.
0: You're and re- likewise. You, you really are. I love you
2: very much. I know. I can't wait to meet you someday. Hopefully that will hopefully we can do that someday. I don't know when, even if it ends up being, being in heaven, we'll probably be neighbors, you know, before that, before that, yeah, that'd be great before that. Yeah. Well, we'll see what God has in store, but, but yeah, I appreciate you uh, always being so clear headed, level think, you know, level, level headed, you know, thinking clearly. And your questions always challenge me, um, because, you know, you give, you give me different things to think about. And, um, as a critical thinker myself, I totally appreciate that because you give me, you go, Oh, hell yeah. I hadn't thought about that. And I could be wrong. And I will admit if I'm wrong, uh, or if my perspective, you know, has changed in any way. So appreciate that about you. We're
0: going to go. Thank you. And likewise, thank you for, uh, having me on. I really appreciate it to you and Randall. Thank you for what you do in your ministry.
2: Thank you. We need
0: you in the body of Christ. I'm glad somebody thinks so. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We need your voices. Don't go away. We need you.
2: All right. All right. Well, thank you. We love
0: to both of you.
2: Love you Thank you very
1: much. God bless.
2: You have a wonderful night. Thank you. We will. Okay. So that was Natasha. I love her. I love you know I love all you guys. That's why I pick on you, most of you, some of you I like to hit in the face sometimes. But those who called tonight, none of you do I want- <laughs> do I want to hit on the do I want to hit in the face. Um, but you know your your perspective and your, the time that you spend with us here on the show is is important to us. And, and man, those of you who donate to the show, you know, thank you for doing that. Uh, Randall and I aren't going to go anywhere. I would ask for your prayer though. My back here is, it's still, you know, I'm still dealing with a pinched nerve and getting numb feelings off and on. And I'm praying. I'm trying to believe Tommy. I am trying to activate my faith in that area. I've been listening to you like every day. I'm like, I'm like, what does Tommy have to say? I'm going to listen to Tommy. Um, so thank you for your prayers, um, and your donations to our show. And uh, tomorrow night, I was actually asked to, to, um, to do a testimonial for um, a Legal Shield event that's happening tomorrow night at the exact same time our show is. Uh, so Randall, tomorrow night, is going to be doing our show. Um, I may pop in at the end of it um, because I have to be on at the very beginning of this uh, other thing so and by the way i shall practice with you okay here's what i'm going to tell my my shield nation that's what it's called i'm going to tell shield nation which by the way is headed up by very devout believers it's a lot of believers in this in this in legal shield um and one of the things i'm going to share is a friend of mine uh got a legal shield membership and um had a lien against their house and to make a very long story short, I had to fight with the bank for about six months uh, because of some circumstances having to do with that lien, which really had nothing to do with her. And the bank refused to help her out, so she signed up with me, got a Legal Shield membership, and the attorneys here in Tennessee wrote—I think it was five letters to uh, the bank and and actually, wait, hold on a minute. I got my birthday dog here my my almost birthday dog Grover's birthday is tomorrow <laughs> uh, but anyway the attorneys uh, wrote about five letters to the bank and um, within about I think it was about ten days uh, the lien was removed from her house and she got a big fat check back in the mail uh, because those letters were written um, on her behalf and for 25 bucks she was able to get that resolved you know so i'm sharing the good news about legal shield you don't have your will done yet uh you can get it done and there's so much more that that membership can help you with um and i will say also we have identity theft protection and um if you guys don't we have so much more there i, I might just do a special broadcast sharing all that stuff just so you can hear it but this is grover tomorrow is his 10th birthday I gave him a birth I gave him a bath today so he'd be clean for tomorrow. Yes I did, huh? And he is my baby. I've had him for over nine years. He's about I've had about had him for about nine and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was my Bubba. He is um he is gonna be ten tomorrow. So he's such a good boy. Yeah, you are. Mwah. Love loved you. So and but he's very needy. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, so all that to say, tomorrow I may or may not be coming into the show, but Randall will be doing it. Also, our daily disciples, uh, those of you who are reading for us in our group, thank you for doing that. I think I'm going to have a couple more people coming in there, but you guys are rocking it. And, you know, that has blessed me more than I can even tell you. I mean, that just having you guys come in every day and read God's word, you know, I mean, there are days I'm like, Lord, can't do this and i see like tommy get in there reading the word and i'm like i'm gonna listen to tommy read the bible and then i see tracy reading it and then you know i see stacy reading it and and my husband he goes in and reads it and i'm like look there are believers there are just daily disciples out there who actually you know uphold the word and are reading it and just taking it in, you know. My friend Pam Gillespie, who writes Bible studies for Precept Ministries, um, I believe she's going to start joining us as being one of our readers. Um, and, you know, have her in there. It's going to be just so great to, you know, do that. Jerry, I think Jerry's husband Tom wants to come in and and, and read, you know. And so that is community. That's what God has put us all together to do is to be there, to be, you know, we're links, right? We're, we're links together, and we're stronger together, right? A cord cannot easily be broken um, when we're together, declaring God's word. And um, we are doing that, and, um, <laughs> and I am going to declare my healing, Tommy, <laughs> as weird as it feels to me, you know, um, my upper back here and all that is just... <laughs> You know, it's just this word thing. But I believe God wants us to be healthy and whole. And so I do declare that in Jesus' name. Yeah, I do. And um, anyway, so be bold, everybody. Stand up and go with God because he loves you. And tell the good news to somebody because it could change their eternity. Uh, And that's what we want. We want people. We want as many people in heaven with us as we can possibly bring. Okay? Amen? Amen.